Dr. Mike here. So do you want to live forever-ish? Well, then you got to know what's in and what's not. Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Live Forever-ish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gossard. So welcome to Live Forever. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and this is... Dr. Crystal Gossard. How are you? I'm well today. So sometimes it's Dr. Gossard. Sometimes it's Dr. Crystal. Sometimes it's Dr. Crystal Gossard. I mean, come on, you got to make up your mind. Let me tell you that I cannot make up my mind on that. (laughs) It it all depends on my mood. So do you want to live forever-ish? Of course. Ish. Ish is the key. <laughs> it's the key part of that. Right? I want to be vibrant in my older years. Yeah, you know, it's it's my own personal story. My dad, um, I told you he had Parkinson's real bad, right? Did I? That's no. What, but that's what he. Well, you know, he ended up dying because of a bowel infarct. Oh. But he had bad, bad Parkinson's. Um, but even before that, um, he just he lost so much, like vigor and yeah and vibrancy and life mm-hmm. and just kind of that old just slouched right. over you know yeah. and I, I i'm not gonna do that yeah. so for me the live forever ish is not to look like that i mean that was i mean i know it's weird but that's my inspiration i don't i want to be strong i totally agree yeah yeah right so that's so the live forever ish is kind of funny but it's kind of the truth how we you know if i get a few more years and they're great strong years awesome yeah, I like that. Great, strong years. years. Yeah, that's our. That could be our um, tagline. I know. Live foreverish. Great, strong years. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, so we're gonna. So the monthly magazine, Life Extension, um, uh, a great industry uh, publication. It comes out every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, listen, if you haven't, if you haven't uh, uh, read it, you, you really should because it's not. It's not your standard you know supplement magazine right i mean it's it's real it's almost reads like a journal like a medical journal yes and all of the articles are references so on on reference so the last page copiously yeah copiously i mean sometimes i think we overdo it a little bit fancy words here (laughs) dr mike thank you yes so and that it does read like um a consumer friendly yes journal it's easy to read yes but it's it's i mean you read and you learn Absolutely. And that goes to the heart of who we were. Started in 1981 with a newsletter. That, that's true. That's right. Now, we did not start out selling products. No, we started off with a simple, Information. Simple, I actually um, saw the original. You know who has the original newsletter? Kathy Markell. She works at Life oh. Extension. Yeah, you should I go check go it out. I have to go check it yeah. out. All right, so anyway, so let's. So this is the April magazine. <laughs> yes. We're gonna, And so what we like to do with this is if you want to live forever-ish, we want to um, to help you out. Like what, what are the things you should be doing? What's in... Right. And what are the things you want to avoid, not do, what's out? Right. So we always have three ins and one out. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should flip that once in a while. Maybe sometimes it's one in, three outs. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe start with the out and end with the in. <laughs> are you trying to – don't throw me off. Okay. Because I already know well, what's in number today. one. Well, not today. I know what's in number one. Okay. What's in number one is one of – it's one of my favorites. Is it? You do know. Yes, you do I know, know this. what it is. I see it. I have What's it What's in number one, if you want to live forever-ish, is lactoferrin. Now, why is it one of your favorites? I don't know. I just like it. It's Well, I, it's the idea of of how it's sourced that yeah. I think is really cool, right? It comes mm-hmm. from colostrum. You know, when, when when a woman starts producing milk initially after birth, that, that initial milk is is thick it's um it's almost creamy like yeah yellowish yeah. looking mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it's very heavy in fats and lots of proteins and yes. lot and some and some of those proteins are immune proteins very true which is lactoferrin and so that's why i take it 
for immune support. Well, that's yeah, that's where I'm getting. Okay. <laughs> Let me finish. Just, Sorry, stolen um, thunder. Yeah, so I no, no. So it's <laughs> I, yeah. The, the idea is the fact that it's it's um it's, it's so natural. It's 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 really the the first immune protein that is really entering into a young human body. Yes, cool, and, right? and most people think of lactoferrin in the realm of immune support but april 2020 magazine is highlighting uh, a new or a recent study looking at bone health yeah so that (laughs) i did not i would have never thought this yes um and recent studies show that lactoferrin can give bones the instructions that they need um, to reduce bone loss and build new bone. And yep. when you think about bone, just to explain, mm-hmm. bone is always being remodeled. Yeah. Build, break down, build, break down. Yeah, I yeah. kind of think of it as a road, uh, the, the roads up north where in the winter the ice freezes, the road expands. Or the Yes, the right. ice expands. You get potholes. So every yeah. summer they have to come in and... Fix the roads. That's your analogy. That's what's happening. That's, that's that's all all this preparation, and that's yeah, what you come up with. It's being built down, and then cells roads, are roads in, in the northeast down, and there are cells not, behind it building it's not those that up. Bad. And it's not that bad. you know, you start getting osteoporosis when we don't have enough of the crew to come in yeah, and the, build up the, the the fix the roads. The potholes become greater than the repair. That's basically bone breakdown and yes. osteoporosis and stuff. Yeah. So I, how do you? <laughs> so how do you think we figured this out, that there's a link between lactoferrin, uh, colostrum protein for immune health, and, and bone? So is it was there maybe an epidemiological study that just simply noticed those on lactoferrin had better? I mean, it's an interest. Like, I always I find that interesting. It's like, how yeah, do we make why? this connection? Like, connection? why lactoferrin yeah. and bone health? You know, there is uh, one study that I read. We actually reference it in the magazine, seeing if I can get to it quickly. But we... Uh, there were they gave patients lactoferrin um, after applied it after surgery directly to bone, and many uh, many people who have you know uh, hip replacement yeah. surgeries or you know different types of surgeries in that way um, they can hmm. get infections. I, but I wonder, I wonder. So they were doing it. They were they were doing this not because they thought it was going to promote better bone health at that point they were doing it to stimulate the immune system within that new right, bone yeah, area they saturated the yeah, gauze dressing with lactoferrin and applied it after surgery and they saw good results not just in the immune system but in bone growth exactly and that's yeah makes sense i mean lactoferrin builds uh, an infant's immune system maybe yeah. it also helps to build bone and can help us as well yeah. so what's in number one lactoferrin lactoferrin i take it every day you know, I don't take it every day. Just when you know, you just you do you do so many things on I have, and off. You should and on see and my pantry, my no, supply. I'll take a picture one day and see. You if we'll should post bring it, it on. Bring when we do Facebook Live. We can look <laughs> at that. All right, so let's move on to what's in number two. Now we've talked about this a lot, but we're but it's a little bit of a different spin, right? Yeah. So we're going to talk about what's in number two, which is digestive enzymes. Yes, but the spin with digestive enzymes relates to the fact that. We do not have enzymes to break down fiber. That's why fiber is fiber. Clears us out. Right. Um, However, the the fiber is really kind of that cell wall, you know, that's covering the plant. Right. And inside of that cell wall, there are lots of nutrients. 
And so if you're not breaking down that fiber, you're not releasing the nutrients from the foods that you're eating. Because you can't. We because don't have the you enzymes can't. to break it down. Right. Yeah. But now we can and this, through well, digestive enzymes. One specifically that helped with the fiber. But this is important because how often do you and I talk about um, people need to switch to a more plant-based diet? Yeah. Um, I think we've said 80-20. That, well, that's... That's what I say. I, I don't know. I like you, the 80 20. Okay, yeah. 80, 80 I'm a per, fan. 80% plant based, 20% mm-hmm. animal protein based, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And if people are doing that, they're going to need some help. I mean, if you if you go from a, your standard diet to 80 20 in one day, you're going to feel it. Well, I think, and what you feel rumble, is sometimes those, in your gut. those beans <laughs> and legumes, I feel those. Rumble gumble. The rumble and the tumble. <laughs> Yeah, so so um, Life Extension formulated a nice um, enzyme, enzyme plan. Yes, that right. can help you know manage the not just fiber but also beans, proteins, um, fats. Yeah, it does not contain amylase though. Now tell yeah, and we know why, but maybe not. I think we've mentioned this before, but let's remind the audience. Yes, yeah, so amylase is an enzyme that uh, breaks down starches. Rice, yeah. think rice, pasta, the white stuff, the white stuff, and if you're easily digesting those things, then potentially you're having uh, after meal glucose spikes, and we don't want that. Yeah, so we're not we're not right. adding that one enzyme because we're really good at that enzyme. Exactly, <laughs> we have no problem with that one. Did I? So I I, I talk. I you've heard me say this before. I tell people, um, especially if you're watching your sugar levels, don't eat anything white. Yeah, I got I got in trouble for that one. Did Uh-oh. I tell you that? No. So it was a friend of mine got all over me and started naming off white foods that are good. I'm oh like, come goodness. on, dude. Take, well, take okay, a chill pill. technically so. What? He goes, well, I love my 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 egg whites. I'm not supposed to eat those. I'm like, hey, you're missing the point. Because what what is most of our white food? Yeah, it's gonna be it's the, the rice. It's the, the rice pasta and the, and the and the French fries. Everybody, everybody get <laughs> mad. Come on. I, so I'm sticking to that. Don't eat anything white except that list my friend had. <laughs> Maybe a grain. White grains. Well, but that's, again, it's not, the point is, is no simple sugars is what we're trying to right. get down to. Okay, so that's, uh, boy, that was a little. <laughs> I know. Maybe maybe he hurt my feelings more than I thought. I know. So that's. That's, that's okay. That's what. <laughs> you can vent with our viewers that's and what, listeners. Listen, you never know what's going to happen here. So that's what's in number two. What's in number three? Tea. Tea. Drinking tea. I love tea. Yeah. So tell us why. I mean, we, okay, people do this. They know tea is good. Mm -hmm. Why is it all of a sudden we're saying it's in now? What what is this? Well, you know, there's a research report uh, reported in the journal Aging, and they identified uh, where they actually compared 15 tea drinkers and compared them to um, 21 of the same age group that did not drink tea regularly or daily. And they performed neuropsychological test evaluations for cognitive function um, and MRIs for brain connectivity. And participants who regularly consumed tea had better organized brain regions and cognitive function. And this was, what was the age group again? You said Uh, over 60? The age group, uh, 60 and older. 60 and older, That's, that's good. 
Now I no, I asked you when we went over this before. I said what tea? Did we ever figure out what tea that was? Or no, we, we're not clear on what that um, is. Not clear on what tea, uh, but I know it's probably green. I, mean, I know most, people that drink tea every day. Now most people. Well, let, no, let's back up. Um, people drink black tea. Yeah, no, I was going to say probably the standard American tea is black tea. The Lipton the, tea. The, the standard tea in Georgia is black sweet tea. Yes. Gosh. <laughs> So I, I yeah so um, you know in Texas it's sweet tea too, I, and and let me tell you it's sweet. Oh yes, it's sweet. So I used I don't to, know if that's what they're talking about in this no study. that is definitely not what they're talking about because <laughs> that tea is diabetes ridden. No, and I and I so I remember I used to have to make deals um, when I practiced in Dallas. Sweet okay. tea is big in Dallas. Um, as a matter of fact, if you go to a restaurant and order tea. It's going to be sweet tea oh, unless that's, you say not. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I had a, so to make, so like I had diabetic patients that were mm-hmm. like, Dr. Smith, I will do anything you say, but I'm not going to stop my sweet oh. tea. So I switched them to D-ribose oh. instead, of, instead of, you know, regular sugar. And that's and I, better. I like D-ribose, yeah, but I've better. never thought of using it as yeah. a sugar substitute. Mo- most of them told me they liked it and they, they were fine and they moved on. Like you do the powder form. Yeah. 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 So if you're diabetic and you want a sweet tea, try D-ribose. Hey, maybe what's in kind of number 3A is D-ribose in tea. <laughs> Thank you. You're not supposed Am to I, add I'm extra. Adding, no, no, that was fine. That was good. I'm D-ribose, it's great. All right, so that's what's in number one, two, and three. What's out, if you want to live forever-ish, is, this is kind of weird. I know. Osteoporosis in men. In men. Did you know that a third of all hip fractures occur in men? I did know that because you told me before the show. <laughs> I was going to say, because you read my yeah, notes. I'm reading your notes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my scribble. Yeah, so that's, um, it's one of those things where, it, it, I don't know if it's media, I don't know if it's conventional medicine fault or whose fault it is, but we tend to, we tend to place certain diseases and genders. That is very true. You know, like heart attack is men. Yes. Osteoporosis is women. You know, it's, it's kind of weird how we do that, and, but no, I mean... Women have heart attacks and yeah. men get osteoporosis. Yes. And, that you know, there are many reasons why um, Life Extension actually talks about the role of estrogen in men. You know, some men think that their estrogen should be as low as possible. But we now find that's good. that could be bad for both. That es- yeah. yeah. If it's too low, then you're at risk. Yeah. So most men that go on testosterone replacement therapy, mm-hmm. their their goal is free testosterone as high as it can be and estrogen as low as it can be. Right. And so they take estrogen blockers. Yeah. So that may be setting the stage up for some of these um, hip fractures and stuff. So yeah, we don't want that because your bones at the end of the day, man, that's your structure. Remember we just said, I want to live forever strong for a few years. That's right. I need bones to do that. Absolutely. Well, you know, what happens if you fall? Yeah. So we don't, and we are, and listen, it's true. Uh, Men and, I don't know about I know this is a stat in women. Mm-hmm. Women over the age of 75, if they fracture a long bone, like a hip, yes. a, a femur, there is a significant mortality to that. Yeah. Right? So we got to protect our bones. So what's in number one? Lactoferrin. What's yes. in number two? Enzymes. Enzymes. What's in number three? Tea. Tea. You forgot. <laughs> and what's what's out is osteoporosis in men. Dr. Gossard, as always, thank you. Thank you. Dr. Everybody, Mike. I want to thank you for listening to Live Foreverish. Don't forget, you can listen to more podcasts at liveforeverish.com, and that's where you can actually subscribe. That, you'll ne- that way, you'll never miss a show. Like, share, and comment. That's liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.